Well, Matt Smith's got one of the best sprinters in the country. There's no argument there. And he's also got one of the most promising, youngest staying horses in the country. And I'm keen to get an update on both, of course. And we'll start with Buenos Notches. Not an expensive horse. And uh, Matthew Smith joins us now. Good morning, Matt. Morning, Steve. What was his purchase price again? Uh, he was 40000 40000 And were you responsible? Was it a team? Yeah, well, Mel and I picked him out and at the English Classic sale. And, uh, yeah, we're lucky enough to, to be able to secure him. And, and uh, thank goodness we did. You liked Cepedo, didn't you, the sire? Yeah, look, I'd, I'd um, actually bid on Cepedo and uh, was under bid on the, on the sire. And so we sort of, we just thought, we'll, we'll see if we can find one that we like um, amongst his progeny. And we landed on uh, Bonas Notches. Thank of course. Goodness. Yeah, your wife, Mel, of course, very passionate about the breeding industry. Yeah, no, she is. No, Mel... Um, really enjoys that side of the of the industry very much and um you know we've bred a couple of mares up at luscombe park and we've bred a few to fierce impact and uh at the same time we'll be breeding a few to bond as much as okay is there any uh relations to this horse go through sales recently uh i don't think there has been actually because i think the mayor i'm pretty sure the mayor uh passed away so um i don't know that there's there's any close relations to him but they've, they've probably got to be something out there related to him but uh, not not recently no one of his best performances was a defeat and that was his last start last november behind imperatories down the straight in the group one the champion sprint he couldn't have probably gone any faster that day matt no he, he did like he he uh like he was really good that day um imperatories was obviously at the height of her powers and she was on speed and just had the advantage of having that little bit better run early in the race and just found a better spot than us um and he was good uh, all the way to the line, like he fought on strong and just went down. So I think it was, it was a very good effort uh, in a good race. So um, hopefully if he can come back and, and find that same form, he'll he'll hopefully knock one of these group ones over. Yeah, absolutely. His sectional that day, last 63356 hers, sitting handier, 34.29 Imperatrice. So what's his program look like, Matt? Well, he's going to go to the expressway. Um, that'll be his first up run here in Sydney. And then he'll go to the new market and we'll just see then from there or we'll make a decision on where we go. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're his first couple of runs. With his rating, wondering about weight new market? No, I think he'll be all right. Uh, I think he'll get a little bit of weight. Um, but I just think it's the right... It just looks like the right race for him. Um, he likes the straight. And... Uh, you know, he's, he's just raced so well down there previously. It just looks like the, the perfect race to hopefully win a Group 1. He remembers a, a three-year-old. He was placed in the Coolmore already. He won the Poseidon leading into that, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's got good form down the straight. He's a perfect straight horse. He's really strong at 1,200 metres. He's got a good cruising speed. Um, you know, we just, just need a little bit of luck in running as, as always. But, um, look, he's, he's come back really good order. He's trialling on Thursday this week at Rose Hill, so we'll get a bit of an idea of where he's up to then. Yeah, we talked about Sapita. He loved it, didn't he, the straight? He did, yeah. No, he's a good straight horse, so it's interesting that, that uh, Bonus Notches is as well. But, yeah, no, I'm just very excited about having him back, and he looks great, and yeah, he's nice nice and healthy and well in himself. So, um, yeah, no, looking forward to uh, just seeing him trial on Thursday. And a jockey for him? Uh, Nash is going to ride him on Thursday, um, so we'll see. We'll see what he thinks of him. Okay, so he's a he, possible ride in the expressway? 
Yeah, I'm not sure how it's all going to work out. Okay. I mean, none of the jockeys seem to know where they're, where they're going and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so I, we just decided to pop Nash on and see what he thinks of him and make a plan. He hasn't set any plans himself as to where he's going to be on that day. So yeah. Will he just have an easy time moment. in that trial? The first trial back, just a nice trial. Yep. Won't, won't be a big one, just a nice first trial. And then um, he'll have a stronger second trial before he runs first up. I suppose beyond the new market, would you look back at Sydney, you know, TJ and all that sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, once, once the new market's out of the way, we'll come back to Sydney um, and probably focus up on the TJ and the all-age stakes. And then uh, we can see where he's up to then. Brisbane possible? Yeah, Brisbane's possible. I think um, um, Ascot's possible too, you know, depending okay. on, on on how the horse is going. Like It all, all depends on how he comes up and, and how he races, so... Um, hopefully he finds his best form and we can we can look at all those options. But, uh, you know, just focused on the expressway and the new market to yeah, start off sure. with. Because he's still an entire, of course, isn't he? He is, yeah. 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 And what about this uh, Ethel Fled? Boy, she's a good, going to be a good stayer, Matt. Um, she was terrific in the Oaks. Again, she was a bit similar to Buenos Notches down the straight. She couldn't have gone any better given the sectionals in that particular race. Ethel Fled behind Zardozzi in the Oaks last spring. For sure. And she's pretty um, new. Like, she didn't know much about it that first preparation. She came sort of through the grades quickly. Um, so uh, look like her, her run in the Oaks was outstanding and she's come back in good order. Um, she's aimed at the Sydney Oaks, obviously the AJC Oaks, and um, we can see after that where we go. But certainly our, our main aim is, is the Oaks here in Sydney and she sets up like that sort of horse. She seems to handle any conditions and um, she really runs out the trip strong. So, um, yeah, she'll she'll go through the... The Phillies races via the Vinery, I would say, into the Oaks. And uh, hopefully, you know, her strength you know, over that distance will, will shine, you know, when she gets to Ramwick and, and over the 2,400 metres. Will you kick her off at a 1,400 or something like that? Look, I'll probably kick her off in a mile. She's just one of those horses, probably probably 14 is just way too sharp for her. So um, we'll probably find a mile race to kick her off in. And I haven't sort of locked that in as yet as to where we're going to go with her first up. I mean, she's only a, a winner of one, so you know she could, could go effectively just a restricted race to get the preparation underway. Still too early for a jockey for her? Uh, no, no jockeys uh, for her as yet. I mean, uh, Jason rode her in the trial. He liked her. Um, I think if he, he wants to stick with her, he can. Excellent. That's Ethel Fled, yes. So the Oaks, so there were gaps all through the field that day, and Zardozzi, of course, just sat handier in the run there, but a very brave second yeah. to the, the Oaks. Yeah. And what else have you got going, Matt, during the you know the autumn that's going to be competitive well, and feature races? Well, French Endeavour, she's a really smart filly. She's uh, she's back in work and she's going strong. Um, she's also trialling on Thursday. Um, very happy with the way she's come along. She was fourth in, in a group two through last preparation. She's a really uh, promising filly. I think she'll be one that'll find her way into those fillies races, hopefully. And, and um, she can be competitive too. She's got the ability for sure. Um, so, you know, I'm very happy with the way she's coming along. And in regards to Magic Minions, did you come away with many? We did. We bought three up there. We were happy with the sale. Um, it was a strong sale. So it was really hard to get in. Um, my horses were making that two to three hundred. You know, the, the average was quite high. So probably not a sale that we uh, uh, shop heavily in because the prices are so high there. But um, we came away with three. We we're really happy with what we got. And, uh, Three nice fillies, so I uh, look forward to hopefully getting one back up there next year for the race. Well, as we said, look at Buenos Notches, a classic case. You don't need to spend a fortune sometimes. 
that's right. No, I think that's you know we sort of our philosophy a little bit not to go spending too much on on the yearlings, you know, and just try and keep it at a level where you know um, where it's enjoyable and that seems to be for our stable. That's that's about our numbers. Lovely to chat to you. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Steve. Anytime. Yeah, Thank Matt, you. Matt Smith telling us about Buenos Notches uh, by Cepedo, as was mentioned. Overall, 11 starts, three wins, two seconds and two thirds. And as we said, um, in the big champion sprint, a very game second to Imperatriz running faster, 600 metres or faster sectionals there. Um, Buenos Notches was 33.56, Of course, Imperatriz there, who rolled up nearer the speed, 34.29 her last 600. And Ethel fled. Um, the gate was against her, of course. She was always going to get back, but she got, obviously, she could have been a pair or two closer had she had drawn a bit better, but she had to go well back in the VRC Oaks. And gee, she sprinted quickly at the top of the straight there. Uh, her sectional was 35.24, last 600. The winners are Dozy, who's promising. Uh, went a bit quicker, 34.13. So, but not much in it there. And uh, as I said, she, she, uh, there were gaps all through the field. There was a margin to third and so on. So, gee, I'd love... You know, you'd even dream the dream with Ethel Fled, um, particularly if there are no imports around, um, you know, as a Melbourne Cup prospect um, by Saxon Warrior. Anyway, we'll just wait and see how she goes in the binary in, in the Oaks, the Sydney Oaks, before we start getting too carried away with her. I meant to ask Matt about soft tracks with her, given it could be some rain potentially uh, during the spring period. Um, of course, she's only been on soft one, soft five, and you know um, that's certainly not a quagmire at Gosford when she ran second in a in a maiden, there, and that was a very good effort as well. So we'll keep an eye out. Just in regards to William Haggis, I gave him a call this morning, and I thought, well, if he's got news, he's bringing a team, of course, to Sydney for the autumn. But the horse, well, I think we're almost most interested in is the Queen, the the horse, the Queen bred Desert Hero, now owned by Queen. Camilla and King Charles, and they were there the day that Desert Hero won that big race, a big field at Royal Ascot, when got a long way back, and Tom Markman had to thread the needle. It was a big win, and subsequent forms very good as well. A couple of subsequent runs, one against a very promising horse called Gregory. Um, but William Haggis said, Steve, give me a call in about a week and a bit, and I'll know more.